Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Wednesday, October 26th, 2022. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes on the off day, it can be hard to come up with interesting stuff to bring to you. Fortunately, however, today is not one of those days, and that's thanks to Joe Staley, who appeared on KMBR earlier this week. Joe perfectly explained where things with the 49ers are and what needs to happen this week in order to fix things. Hopefully, this is a situation where it's still early early in the year, only one game back in, in the NFC West, and we'll get it figured out. And I, but I, you know, I kind of said it last week too. It has to get figured out in practice. You know, he can't. And that was one of the things too. I mean, I'm going off on a tangent right now, but one of the things is like that I loved about those 2012 teams, even the 2019 team. We went to the Super Bowl. It was the work was done in the practice field, in the meeting room. And I hope that you know, they, and I know they have the leaders on that team to figure it out. But it, this is the time right now. And it's not the time to like show up on Sundays and say, we'll get it figured out on Sundays. No, you got to get it figured out on Tuesday. Be honest and open with yourself about what you're doing personally to right the ship. Um, you know, are you holding up the standard that everybody else expects out of you? And are you going to bring guys along? And I, and I think that was one of the things that was a catalyst for the successful teams that we have. But, you know, right now, is the, this is the point of the year where it can go a lot of different directions. How does that happen exactly? The good teams that I've been a part of have had – four or five guys that are real, real, almost ass, I'm going to say ass, you know, they're, (laughs) they're, they're holding everybody accountable and they're, and they're getting in people's faces. Uh, Frank was always that for us. Justin Smith with Justin Smith was that for the defensive side of the ball. Oh dude, when we would come in there and even if we would win, but this defense was giving up 28 points or 30 points. I mean, he was ripping these guys in meeting rooms. He'd be on the practice field. You know, and the way that he does it, too, is like kind of like a cowboy sarcasm. Oh, you think you're amazing, Patrick? I mean, he talked to everybody. Oh, Patrick Willis. Oh, Big Pat Willis. Think you're amazing. Oh. I mean, he was just kind of get under guys' skin that way. That was Frank amazing. Was the same way. I mean, you talked to, talk to everybody about Frank, and there was no one above the team and Vernon Davis. I mean, we had some superstars in those, in those teams, and, and everybody was held to the same exact standard, and that's – I think, too, you have to have no ego. Uh, check your ego at the door. There's nothing about, you know, you, it's it's all, all in. Everybody's, nobody's above the team. And it starts when the meeting room. It starts being accountable and honest and admitting your mistakes and not saying, oh, it wasn't that bad, you know, or, oh, I didn't do that bad of a job on this play. Someone else did worse than me. Like, that's never going to get anything fixed. So it's being honest, number one, with yourself, holding others to the standard, and then going out in the practice field and fixing it. Well, that begs the question, Joe. Who are those guys for the 49ers? The most effective leaders that I've been around have also been the best players in the team. So you look at the guys that are the best players of this team, the guys that are paid the most money. I always thought, too, like, people that are paid a lot of money, they also have the burden of, of, of wearing that cross, being that leader. You know, you, that... that it comes a responsibility from the team that not only would make a commitment to you because of your play on field, but the way you carry yourself and the standard that you hold in the locker room and the way you're going to hold up everybody else to the standard of what we believe is the 49er way. And so you look at the roster, Nick Bosa has to be that. Debo Samuel has to be that. Quarterback is always going to be that guy that people are going to look to. Um, you know, Juice has to be that. George, uh, Trent Williams has to be that. You know, Mike McGlinchey has been there for five years. He needs to do that. You know, this is a game that they didn't play very well on the edge in the tackle position. 
they have to hold themselves accountable and get it fixed. You know, they have to be honest too with like their own personal assessment. And I think those are the best teams that I've been around are the guys that can bounce back and not have a sensitive mindset of ego of like, well, you know, what was me or whatever, like get pissed, watch the film, be accountable and, and move on in the practice field. And that's when you really see those teams come together. And uh, they've done it last year. I mean, they're in a similar situation. So they have the guys there, but it's you know, it's got to be a sense of urgency. It's got to be a sense of urgency this week against the Rams. That's the issue right there, isn't it? It seems like they have those guys because they did exactly that last year. But I wonder if that almost works against them now because it takes away that sense of urgency, right? Instead of freaking out a little bit because the season is going down the toilet, all we hear is, well, we were 3-5 and five last year and we made the playoffs. Like, so what? Does that mean you have to be three and six this year before you start to wake up? Like, I don't, I don't like that. They better wake up now. I don't want to hear any more talk about last year. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Wednesday, Tim Kawakami has a column in The Athletic all about the 49ers quarterback plan for next year. And he keeps mentioning one potential option on the team that seems crazy, but the fact that he won't let it go should give you some pause. One thing to watch, the practice report will come out later today. If Debo and Greenlaw and all the guys that were quote-unquote day-to-day on Monday are out there practicing, then you know it was nothing serious. But if they aren't, then you can start to worry about their availability on Sunday. And keep one thing in mind, the bye week is coming up. So that means anyone that misses this week also gets another week to rest up for the second half of the year. Does that change the team's thinking about whether or not to throw some banged up guys back on the field? I don't know, but it has to be a factor. One thing you may have missed, one more from Joe Staley. This one's about Jim Harbaugh, who was at the game Sunday for Alumni Weekend and apparently hasn't changed at all. He's doing an early exit out of the suite area that we were kind of hanging out in. But before he did, he was like, Hey, anybody in here wants to go to Michigan? Anybody wants to come to the game in Michigan? I know a guy. I know a guy. (laughs) What? That sounds about right. That's a wrap on today's 49ers and 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Wednesday, everybody. Stay tuned for the Shanna Plan Podcast with Kyle Posey and Akash Anavarathan. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow. 